What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Deeper Woman, the podcast. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you're from, if you're listening from your car, from home, uh, from work, wherever you are, um, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Um, if you're new on this podcast, this is a podcast for uh, every woman out there, uh, the modern day woman, the traditional woman. This is a podcast where we talk about everything concerning womanhood. Um, so if you need a community where you can actually talk about the things that people don't talk about nowadays online, this is the podcast for you. Um, on this podcast, we also support Black-owned businesses. Um, so if you have a business that you want us to um, promote for you, uh, make sure you contact us and then we can uh, figure something out. Um, my name is Abena Yabua. Today I'm alone. <laughs> Our sister uh, Talks is uh, not available today. So this episode is going to be uh, with me, <laughs> your Ghanaian princess. So uh, welcome and uh, get your tea, get your coffee, get your drink, whatever it is and uh, whatever you enjoy. And we'll get to uh, this episode. I have a very, very Another extraordinary woman in the house. Um, I really admire this woman because not only is she just another beautiful woman, beautiful black woman, um, she's also very ambitious um, from our conversations that we had with her. Um, she is very ambitious and very intelligent as well. And she is the founder of the platform Black Owned Inc., um, which is a, a platform that supports Black-owned businesses in the Netherlands. And um, currently in the Netherlands, maybe in the future she will stretch it out a bit, but it's currently in the Netherlands. And um, yes, it's, it's very wonderful because nowadays uh, the support in the Black, uh, black community is um, very limited uh, sometimes. So to have such a platform where you can promote your business and uh, have people, you know, follow you and like your, uh, you know, your product and what you put out there is really uh, marvelous. So, uh, yeah, welcome, uh, Miss Ross. Thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you for the nice introduction. <laughs> you are welcome. You are welcome. So, thank you for uh, for you know honoring our invitation. I think from uh, the time that we had a uh, uh, conversation with you, we kind of like got to, you know, get to know you and talk a bit about, you know, the platform that you have. I actually followed your platform a while. And then I was like, why don't we invite this, you know, woman to have a conversation? Mm -hmm. Because my co-host and I always have, you know, we have talks about, you know, support. And support, supporting a black, you know, yeah. community, supporting a black community, because I feel like with black people, when you are starting a business, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, um, don't focus too much on the support within your community, because it's going to okay. disappoint you. You're going to be disappointed, and all of that." And it's quite unfortunate. Like it, it almost hurts because I'm like, you know. Black people, for example, when we come together, we can create so much. So for us to be so divided when it comes to like supporting each other on business adventures, 
it's very surprising to me, you know? So yeah. I want to know from you, like, what prompted you to, like, start this platform in the first place? Well, what prompted me was, first of all, just wanting to do something for the Black community. Yeah. And that urge I had very strongly when, or during the period that George Floyd was gone down in America, mm -hmm. there were protests all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to do something for the black community, but I didn't know what, what can I do to help? What is missing? Yeah. And then I took some time to really think about it and talk to people mm -hmm. about it as well. And one thing that stood out after, you know, thinking and looking around and talking to people is that, hey, where can I actually find black owned businesses? Because they're not yeah. very visible. Yeah. So I took the time to think like, okay, if I start this platform to make all these black owned businesses visible, that will mean that I will bring the community and those black owned businesses together. Together. And that yeah. will also forge new relationships between black owned businesses yeah. a lot yeah. of um um how do you say that uh business relationships as well but mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. new clients for these black owned businesses yeah so uh, i started doing it i didn't tell anyone at the moment <laughs> when oh, wow. i started it i just started yeah. it and i was like yeah. you know what i'm gonna I'm do my best i'm gonna try mm -hmm. And see if I will manage building this platform and if I would even like mm. it because I didn't know if I would mm. even like building like a it. platform, yeah. you know, because yeah. it, it needs to be fun and it needs to motivate you as well to keep doing yeah. something like this. Because yeah. It's a lot of work, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't tell anyone in the beginning, started this platform. Mm. And since then, now we're almost three years later. And I'm still here yeah. <laughs> with my yeah. platform. Awesome. And uh, yes, just promoting uh, Black-owned businesses yeah. uh, in, the, in the Netherlands, just, like, I, the, just mm -hmm. like you mentioned before. But also, yeah. once in a while, also um, foreign Black-owned businesses, like from okay. America or Belgium. Or mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wow. And you said you didn't tell anyone. Like, the people, mm. like when you started... I'm assuming people had no idea you were the one behind it. No, no one knew. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but that's, that's actually curious. a good idea. That's actually yeah. a good idea if you want. I feel like when people know you are behind something, the support becomes less than when, when they don't know. I don't know if... It's less. I experienced the opposite actually. When I didn't okay. tell anyone, they were like, "Hmm, who is this? Who is behind this, this account, etc." I even got messages like, "Who is the is the owner of this what? account, etc." Wow. People were like very skeptical in the beginning, and as soon, I think maybe a year later, I actually messaged people like, "Hey, this is my platform," and um, oh wow, a year. No, yeah, I think a year later, something like that. Yeah, like wow. in the beginning, beginning, it was discovered by mistake by someone else <laughs> because I made oh, a wow. mistake. 
So then, like, very few select people knew, but then, like, the majority yeah. of people I told after a year. Yeah, I messaged yeah. them, like, hey, I have a platform that promotes Black-owned businesses. Please forward it to yeah. your friends and family and stuff like that. And when I did that, that's when a lot of people started following oh, me. Wow. They were like, oh, it's Keisha's platform. So wow. they just started following me. They started yeah. following. Yeah. 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 So I had the yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Because yeah. I had a friend, I have a friend who had a, a business as well. And she yeah. found it very important that people didn't know that uh, it was her behind it. Because she felt yeah. like if people knew they would not support as much as, you know, not knowing. And it was like a clothing um, uh, brand, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people didn't know, they would be ordering without knowing that, you know, it's her yeah. behind it. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes when they know you, it's like, oh, they want this count, they want this, they want that. Oh, and then yeah. they start bothering you <laughs> with a lot of things. I'm like, if it's like pretty little thing or... The, you're not going to bother anyone. You just order and you, you keep it order. going, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But when they know you, it's like there's a lot, you know, a lot of things behind it. So, yeah, sometimes it can work, you know, for you and sometimes it works yeah. against you. So I, I guess it's it depends on your community. I, like the people yeah, I think it you. depends on your community, on, on, on your support, on your friends, yeah. family, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think the reason why some people do not want to mention they have a business or that they're the business owner is because, indeed, yeah. they want to avoid people they know yeah. coming to them, asking to them for discounts. And that is something yeah. we need to stop doing <laughs> as a community just because it's, it is your yeah. aunt, your cousin, or whoever yeah. your friend or whoever it is. Not because it's them, it's an acquaintance means that you should ask them yeah. discount. Because when we go to the Zara, like you said, or Pretty Little Thing, we don't or ask for discount. Yeah. Or whoever, we don't ask for a discount. We just order it because we like it, and that's that. Yeah. And that's and most people spend way. a lot of money. Yes. As well, they spend yes. a lot of money. Yeah. 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 So the same way you support those brands without even thinking about it, think mm. about. It's not even possible to ask for discount in the first place. Yeah. So you just order because you like it, and that's that. And the, that yeah. in that same fashion, we should we should support black-owned businesses as well. Yeah. Despite if it's our friends or family or whoever it is. It's actually sad when you think about it that, like, when you're ordering something online, you just order, no matter the price. It's like, okay, I want it, and I'm ordering it. But then when it's somebody you know, it's like then you text them, you know, behind the scenes, can I get a discount on this, you know? And that you don't feel the need to, like, pay the money, but then you feel, you know, that you have a right to receive a discount. It's 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 very weird sometimes when you think about it, that in the Black community we should do better. Mm-hmm. We should do better because we do it, you know, we do it freely to, with, uh, you know, we give it freely to other brands mm-hmm. that we should also support each other. Yeah, it's yeah. it's actually sad. Yeah. So yeah. um, for the last time we spoke, yeah, uh, were you going to say something? Oh, no, no, no. 
Okay. The last time we spoke, you we spoke about the fact that your platform is completely free. Mm-hmm. Is it still the case? Yes, it's still the case. Right okay. now, I'm still promoting Black-owned businesses uh, for free at the moment. They have to follow a certain. Uh, they have to follow certain steps to get that free promotion. Okay, but it's still free. Yes. Okay. Wow. And can you explain what what the steps are on your platform? Well, first of all, um, when they message uh, Black-owned mm-hmm. Inc. to get promotion. Yeah. They receive a message back, uh, just like I said, where they where I mentioned the steps they have to follow. And those yeah. steps are, uh, number one, they have to follow our page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, uh, number two, they have to screenshot our Instagram page and then mm-hmm. post it to their story and tag us in it. Mm-hmm. And the third step is through the link in our bio. They yeah. can fill in the questionnaire about their Black-owned business and mm-hmm. send in the information about their Black-owned business. Okay. So the, those are the three steps. Very simple. Yeah. yeah. It's very simple, yeah. And it's it's quite... It's nice to know that your platform is free because you actually can make money from this. Yes, you know. I can. I can. But I wanted to start off this platform being something I give back to the community and I wanted to build it up first before I even started asking people for funding Mm -hmm. for for this platform. Yeah. You know, so it was for me, it was most important to connect people to make all those black owned businesses visible and to really build up my platform before I turn it into a business model. Yeah. 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 Well, that's quite amazing, and on the on the topic of black people not supporting each other, how do you feel about it? Like, what is your take on it? Well, I wouldn't say it's specifically black people not supporting each other. I think mm. new business owners in general have this issue with friends, yeah. family, not really taking it too serious until they see them blow up Mm. that is that that is i think something entrepreneurs new entrepreneurs deal with in general not only black people so yeah yeah, i yeah i think once they see the the business is starting to roll they're starting to get a lot of customers clients and stuff like that that is when people start to take you serious and that is when they support you even more but in the beginning stages is like you have to fight for your position fight for your yes yeah so i wouldn't say it's specifically black people not supporting each Mm. other i i think it's just a a problem in general for new entrepreneurs yeah because the reason why i ask is that um connecting to the article that you know I sent you. Um, yes. There's this article on LinkedIn, guys, that um, is is uh, titled "Why Don't Black People Support Each Other?" So it yes. talks about race, stereotypes, yeah. and stuff like that. Yes. And it's written by um, Timothy Thomas Timothy Tart, who is a career consultant at Grayscale Global LLC. And uh, in the article, he discusses, you know, going back to history, you know, mm-hmm. how uh, black people have not been supporting each other and then comparing it to other uh, 
you know, um, other cultures as well. Yes. Um, Mexicans and Chinese. Yeah. And the Chinese part really stood out to me because even here, we have a whole Chinatown. Yeah. We have a Chinatown where there's a lot of Chinese uh, shops. And what I know is that in Chinese shops and their restaurants, if you are not a Chinese, they are not hiring you. Yes. You know, yes. because of the, the you know, the language, uh, you know, uh, the culture and the Chinese person must might understand it more and stuff. But when it comes to black people, I feel like sometimes we don't trust each other that much. There's a lot of, I don't trust you. You know, we, we, we betray each other kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. So there's this thing that, you know, a black person will rather hire somebody else that hires own because they feel like the person will betray you later or the person, you know, and especially in my, you know, Ghanaian culture, mm-hmm. it is like that, you know, there's a lot of betrayal going on and, you know, stuff like that. So even when you're putting a business into the hands of somebody there, you're scared. Yeah, <laughs> because they they might turn on you or something, you know. Yeah, and it's very it's significant that other cultures find a way to like support each other, and in that way the business booms because they are doing it together. Mm-hmm. And then why is it that we black people we can't have the same thing? You know, because the other time I was even telling my mom that when you go to Tars Resort, the yeah. uh, the uh, platform Tars Resort, it's it's a platform that you know restaurants you know uh, put their uh, uh, um, information on, and you can order food from there. Basically, yeah. it's a platform where you can order food. Um, I don't know how you know what other countries have. But we have Thai's Resort, we have Uber Uber Eats and stuff yeah. like that. I think in abroad it's called Takeaway or something like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The I same logo as well, yeah, right? the same logo yeah. and everything, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, I was, I was telling my mom that it would be so nice to have like an African, you know, um, restaurant on it, a Ghanaian or a Nigerian or something, you know. That people can order from because all the time when you go there, we order, you know, pizza, this, that, that. But it would be nice to also have that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I know that our community people will order, people would want to, you know, eat, you know, uh, um, let's say African, if it's Ghanaian, that a lot of Ghanaians will want to, you know, order from there or something. Yeah. And then there was this statement she made, like, are you sure they are going to, like, <laughs> they are going to support it, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe some people have tried it and they did not support it. Yeah. And it was actually sad to hear it. I was like, but yeah. all these Chinese people, these Chinese people are buying from them. We even are buying from them. Yeah. And our food, we eat it at home every day. So why wouldn't we, you know, buy it? And I don't know if it has to do with abroad. 
Because in Ghana, you have a lot of restaurants and stuff, and yeah. people still, you know. I don't know if it has to do with the fact that, it, I don't know, the people here that it's a problem. I don't know if you have noticed that as well. Well, indeed, when you look at Uber Eats and Takeaway, they don't have, like, a lot of African restaurants, no. etc. But I did notice recently that Uber Eats had a special section with for Black-owned businesses. That was very surprising. Really? Yes. And uh, the first person I noticed this with was with a Black-owned company called Tootie's Kitchen. She makes homemade ice cream. Okay. And she was featured on Uber Eats. Oh. So that was very nice to see as well. Yeah. So I think it's maybe because people are unaware because when you make use of a service like Takeaway or Uber, Uber Eats, mm-hmm. you have to inform your community as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you also have to look at your clientele. Is your clientele more people who order food or people who walk in? Because if it's mm. more walk-ins, it doesn't make any sense to go on. Uber Online, Eats. yeah, yeah. Because you have, like, for example, here in Amsterdam, you have um, different, um, let's take, for example, those African restaurants. Mm-hmm. Most of them are walk-ins. Like, yeah, yeah, most people true. just go and get the food very fast yeah. and just go home and eat it. Yeah. So I don't know if there would be a lot of demand if they would put it on Uber Eats yeah. or Takeaway. That is something they would have to test out. But I'll test out and see, yeah. From from my experience and from what I have seen, most of them are walk-ins. Yeah. Especially in um, Amsterdam Southeast. A lot of them yeah. are walk-ins, you know? People just like to go and get their food fast and come back home, not having to wait a whole hour for their food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I really think it... it as a business, then you really need to look at your clientele and what kind of clientele it is before you yeah, make use of that service. Yeah. I think especially for African restaurants, it will be a good idea to do the delivery. Yeah. Because be of a... the waiting, um, yeah. the long wait. Because um, if you have to wait an hour, I'd rather wait, wait at home, you know, for my yeah. food. Yeah. And to come there and stand and wait for that long and yeah. then go home and eat it, you yeah. know, it would be a good idea, actually. And um, the, yeah. No, I Go think also is that with some, some people experience that when you go and get your food, you get it quicker than when you mm. order it through yeah. takeaway yeah. or Uber Eats, that it takes a little longer. So yeah, I think it might also be true, also. yeah. Yeah, that people go and get it is 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 way quicker because they yeah. won't let you stand there and wait for a whole hour. Yeah, because that is yeah. really bad customer service. Yeah, but if they know you're at home in the comfort of your home waiting for yeah. your food, that yeah. is less worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the the article also says that you know um, that black people can be very much envious about each other, and then. It says secretly wishing, <laughs> secretly wishing failure on each other. How do you feel about that? <laughs> when I 
read the article, I was like, why is this so specified yeah. to black people? Black this is people, people yeah. in general. People in yeah. general are just, you have jealous people, you have envious yeah. people, and it's not something specifically that has to do only with black people, you know? But yeah. we must admit that because of slavery, there is a division yeah. carried on through generations in the black community. Yeah. And this is because there were field slaves and house slaves. Yeah. And the field slaves were most of the time darker skin and the house slaves were yeah. lighter. Sometimes they were even biracial. Yeah. So there is this un no, not unseen, I would say. Yeah, there, there is this division that has trickled down yeah. over the years in the black community. Especially abroad. Yes, it, yeah. it really depends on which country it is that there is a yeah. lot of discrimination based on the color of yeah. your skin, how dark you are, how light skin yeah. you are, yeah. if you belong to the black community or not, those or kind not. of things like that. <laughs> are you black enough? <laughs> are you black enough? Like Whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always say this thing where, like, I'm African and I don't have this thing that, you know, the U.S. people have, like, black, you know, that... Um, because I think for them, it means something different. You know, it means it's a whole culture, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I always say that, you know, the people, us that are from, you know, Africa, like straight from there, like mm -hmm. we don't really experience what they experience, even though we're all black people. It's like they have a whole different meaning to the black. And most of them don't even feel like they're African. It's like, I'm black. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a whole different meaning. Um, it's a whole different meaning to them, to the, you know, the word black for yeah. them, yeah. you know? So most of the time, the whole colorism thing, of course, it's it's with in Africa as well, the whole colorism thing that, you know, if you're lighter skinned, you're, you, you get a husband first. <laughs> You, they'll listen to you more, even in uh, the entertainment industry. Yeah. When you're lighter skinned, yeah. you get picked, you know, and all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, Americans experience that even more than we do. Yeah, I think also because in America and other countries, the black community is very mixed. Yeah. Compared to in yeah. Africa. Yeah. Because I, I just came back from Ghana, for example, and I remember the first time I went to Ghana mm. and I landed at Kotoka Airport and I was like, wow, only black people. This yeah, was like it's really, nice. Really, really like, like it was a like a whole moment for me. Like just yeah. to see like only black people. I'm from the Caribbean. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. And the Caribbean is very mixed. We have a yeah. lot of Indians, Chinese, yeah. black people, yeah. stuff like that. But when you go to Africa, it's like 80, 90% is black. Yeah. And that is something that you don't see very yeah. often, you know? And a lot it's of quite them... quite an experience. Yeah. A lot of them are pure, like pure black yeah. people, not very yeah. mixed. And yeah the majority of the black community outside of Africa is 
mixed a lot. Yes, mixed. Yeah. White, yeah. Hispanic, you name yeah. it, it's mixed. So then you're dealing with different skin tones mm. and hence, cultures as yeah. And cultures as well, yeah. yeah. And hence also the the dealing with the discrimination against different yeah. skin tones. So that's yeah. gonna be more of an issue because yeah. black people are more mixed outside of yeah. uh, Africa. Yeah. That's what do you I think, think at least. Yeah, do you think that that has an effect on um supporting each other in businesses? That because we are so different, that coming I, together is a problem. That's a good question. Because I never thought about it that way. Yeah, because, because I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like because we are so different. Like we are, we found us. We found ourselves in a let me say white world, or the white, you know, and we are so different. But we stand, even though we are all black, we stand divided because we don't share the same cultures and stuff. So it yeah. might have an effect on how we support each other because we don't really know each other like that we are different and i feel like a lot of people feel like when you are black oh they are all black people so they might you know they might bond or something but we are we don't we don't share the same language we don't share the you know but there's a thing that you know we're all black people so you know (laughs) i uh yeah it's 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 does that have an effect on the support? I I don't know if I would directly say that that has yeah. a direct influence on that. Yeah. But yeah. But I think I, we also have this thing where it was like, oh, I'm from here, but you are African. I'm from this. I'm from here. I'm from. Uh, Vedicville, I'm from here, and then this one's like, I'm from there, and it's like, it's like, there's a lot of, um, as even you know, back then, Africans were you know, laughed at here in uh, yes, the Netherlands. Yes. It was a shame to call yourself an African because, yes. like, they will laugh at you, you stink, um, your, your lips are too big, your nose is too big, you know. And you, we, we were being laughed at by the same black people from yeah. the Caribbeans or, you know, other places. So it's like, it, it, it might have an influence on why the support is, you know, you know, um, the support is not there really. I think people from certain countries support each other more than... Mm-hmm black people in general yeah so i think like the surinamese community will support yeah. each other yeah. more yeah. the african or Ghanaian community will support each other more etc etc that yes you 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 see that and yeah. i won't say there's something wrong with that because that is yeah. okay as well yeah but i think in general it's important to as a black person to just make an effort in general to support black owned businesses yeah yeah. yeah, but it is indeed it it does play a role with where you come from and how yeah. 
the business is supported actually. Yeah. So when actually when you think about it, yes, yes when you right. think about it, it's the same thing as the Chinese and the Mexicans. Yes. Yes. Kind because, of. Actually, yeah. because they also, you can't say all Asian people no. support each other. No. Basically. So actually when you think about it, mm-hmm. black people do support true. each other but within their own cultures. Yeah, but all within their own cultures yeah. more. Yeah, more. But I yeah. must admit I do see an increase of support for Indeed. black people. Definitely, definitely. In general. Definitely. Despite definitely. Things culture. are changing. Yeah, things are really changing. Things and are you changing. see more events, you see more yeah. people yeah. of different cultures yeah. supporting also yeah. these black owned businesses and linking up with each other. We're embracing each other. Yeah. Embracing each other. We're embracing that it's it's really lovely to see. Like yes. you see that a lot of black people are embracing each other's cultures as well. And it's like okay. Yeah. Oh, you're from Africa, Africa, and then you start asking questions. And I love, I love, I always say this, uh, that a lot of people get angry when, um, let's say, a white person approaches them. A lot of black people, you see it online, and they talk about stuff like, oh, and then they touch my hair, and they, they do this, and they do that. And I'm like, I really appreciate people who ask questions. Mm-hmm. They ask things that they don't know mm-hmm. rather than assuming it. And I meet mm-hmm. a lot of white people mm-hmm. and then they will ask you something like, oh, and um, um, where are you from? And then you say from Ghana, like, oh, and then they'll ask, do, do you guys, you know, have this and you guys have that? They mainly ask because they don't know. Yeah. So they genuinely, you meet people who genuinely want to know, like, okay, I see this on TV, mm-hmm. but is it really true? Like, you know, and then you educate them. Yeah. I feel like rather than, you know, being angry sometimes that we should learn to educate people, you know. Yeah. I yeah. meet a lot of people who want to touch my nature. It's like, oh, and it's like, it's a lot. And it's like, oh, it's, I feel, and it looks different. And it's, you know, and it's like, and then I'm explaining it. And they'll ask you, how do you take care of it? And I'll just explain it to you. And then we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And then you have learned something new, mm-hmm. you know, without without being ignorant about it and be like, oh, how do you think I take care of it? You know? Yeah. And then yeah. being rude about it and then they leave and they didn't learn anything, but all they yeah. learned is that you black people are rude. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so sometimes I feel like um black people in general, we need to learn how to be more open, not only to uh, within our cultures, but you know. Be more open and just accept the fact that not everybody knows a lot about where you're from. Yeah. You know, even though it's 2023, you know, but still, a lot of people don't know a lot of things. That is very true. People make a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Assumptions about certain um, groups of black people. Like the yeah. assumptions about Africans, about Caribbeans, about yeah. whatever, you know. And I think it's good also that you, as a person, you have a lot of patience with explaining mm-hmm. that to someone. Yeah. But also maybe you can show them more about where you're from, your country yeah. and whatever. Like, for example, also, you know, 
growing up here in Europe, we all have this image of Africa. Oh, yeah. it's poor. Africa doesn't have anything. We live in bricks, a hut. And yeah. then when you actually book a flight and go to an African country, yeah. you go to South Africa, you go to Accra, you yeah. go to... Like, it doesn't matter. You will be shocked to see yeah. <laughs> what is actually in Africa. Like, I know. I think it's important that we change that narrative. And it yeah. is being changed by a lot of platforms and a lot of... And yeah. social media plays a big role in that now. The big way role, we, seeker. Yeah. How we used to look at Africa, where we yeah. are originally from. And the yeah. way how it is perceived now is a big difference compared to like big 10 di- years ago. Huge difference. Huge. Now we see that Africa isn't poor. We have rich but, people. Hmm? We have millionaires, billionaires. We have also beautiful houses. Yes, there is poverty. <laughs> but there is also wealth yeah. in Africa. Yeah. You understand? This reminds and, me. It reminds me of a video I saw. Yeah. And then it was talking about, it said, you are telling me that we Africans are poor? You that lives on credit, like yes, everything I is on credit. Yes. I, I laughed so hard. I was like, "What do you think about this? Is so real. Like we don't yes. have the credits there." Yes, there is. Like because after pay and stuff. After pay, everything <laughs> you have in Africa, your house, your car, cash. your clothing, everything is cash. <laughs> So no one has credit cards swiping here and there, 10 credit cards and all this kind of thing. No. Everything you have, you own. The, the, the video really opened my eyes. I was like, yeah. come to think of it. Like, yes. Yeah. You that are living on credits. Yeah. Huh. Same goes for the Caribbean and South America, stuff like that. Yeah. It's a, it's a very cash-based economy. So everything that happens, your house, everything. You paid cash. And in Ghana, you pay three years or two years in advance For when rent. you're getting a house. Yeah, yeah rent. At That's a lot a of money. At least a year in advance. That is that is crazy. That is really crazy. So before you rent, you have to have like a whole year money. You can you have to have and imagine people get that money. Yes. To pay. Mm-hmm. While here we are paying like you know, every month. Every month. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's really crazy. But I'm glad to see that the narrative is changing. Yeah. And we're seeing more um, 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 events taking place in Africa. People yeah. traveling to Africa, promoting travel to Africa. Yeah. And they're more accepting also of the culture and people are more informed also about slavery and, and yeah. where the slaves came from and all these documentaries, etc. There's a lot of information. So people yeah. are really embracing where we yeah. come from eventually. Yeah. And that is also creating yeah. more unity in the community. Unity. In the black that's community. the thing. And that is that's creating the also trust. Yeah. support for black-owned businesses as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing that someone is not so different from you, and it's yeah. like, oh, I can relate to that. Yeah. And then there's more trust. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, more interest. Yeah. And then then the support becomes even more. You know. Yeah. Do you, do you think that there will be a, 
black black owned ink uh, uh, event. Do you see yes. it in the future? Yes, for sure. I, I, I'm picturing it. I'm really picturing it. It would be so nice. Yes, I definitely want to do that. I have so many ideas, but you know the thing yeah. is, I work with a very small group because it's yeah. just myself. I do most of yeah. it, and then I have two ladies that are helping me from time to time. Okay. Yeah. So working on these things, and also I'm I'm working with my own funding. I'm I'm funding yeah. myself yeah. also. Yeah. So. It takes time to get to a certain place. Yeah. And I'm giving myself that time to do everything in a lovely yeah. fashion to get yeah. to where I want to be eventually, you know? Yeah. So yeah. first I started on Instagram, you know, and then you don't have like an official branding. Then you yeah. eventually yeah. get official proper yeah. branding. You know, you invest in that. Now you want to invest in a website that also takes needs funding as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, baby steps until you get to where you are. Because sometimes yeah. I think we lose sight of um, where we, what the end goal is eventually. Yeah. And just focus like, oh, I just want to do this and I want to do that, but not focus yeah. on the journey. We get carried away. Yeah. Yeah. So that like, we, things don't happen overnight. Things no. take time. It takes time. And, exactly. and you know, life happens and life happens the way it happens. And it, things don't go according to your planning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. just have to, yeah. Um, as they say in Dutch, roeien met de riemen die je hebt. You know? Yeah. yeah so yeah, you just have yeah. to deal with, 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 with the resources you have and make the best of it. And make the best of it. Yeah. Yes. So I'm currently uh, working on uh, my website and that mm-hmm. isn't easy on its own as well. Yeah. And you know, yeah. sometimes you hire people, they don't do it according to how you want it. And then you end up yeah. just having to leave that and then start yeah. over again. And you, you have different issues you deal with. So yeah. I'm not rushing anything and, and, and I just want to do it properly and correct yeah. so that i have yeah. a good working website and then yeah events etc etc so yeah. definitely events are uh gonna i i can really picture that and like a very nice huge event yeah i can i i can see it happening <laughs> yeah and sure. i pray it happens because yes, yes. it'll Thank be really you. awesome really yeah. really awesome so yeah, yeah. Guys, we're going to end it here. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ms. Ross, for, um, yeah, letting us in in your, you know, ideas and thoughts on uh, your business. And uh, I pray that it really uh, grows, uh, grows. And I pray that it also becomes a channel for Black people to, you know, come together as one and support each other, you know. And, um um the can you throw your instagram account uh for us yes so the page the instagram page of uh, black owned ink is black owned ink underscore at mm-hmm. uh on instagram yes on instagram yeah yes all right and uh guys if you uh want a page that you know has all black uh businesses on there um from uh 
designers to uh, uh, makeup artists everything. to whatever you want to. Yeah, <laughs> she she puts everything out there. Yes. So if you're in the Netherlands and you need you know something quick and you want yes. your you know you want it to be from your own, um, visit her Instagram. And um, yeah, you find whatever you need there, and let's support. Let's support. Yeah. Before you take it, your money somewhere else. Please check out her page, and see yeah. um, um, if you can get it from a black sister or a black brother. Yes. And uh, let's support each other and make our business boom as well. You know. Um, yeah. So thank you so much, Miss Ross. And I'll thank put the you. Instagram link in the um, in the description. Yes. On Spotify and Apple uh, Podcast so that you can um, um, visit it. So thank you so much. And uh, thank guys, you. thank you for listening in. Um, if you uh, uh, have not followed us, yes, follow us, follow us on Instagram, uh, Deeper Woman, the podcast. Uh, if you want to send us an email um, for uh, to be on the podcast or you have a comment, feedback, uh, uh, a business uh, a plan, whatever it is, Send us an email, uh, deeperwomanthepodcast at gmail.com and uh, link up with us. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode like I enjoyed it. And please, let's support each other. Support, support, support. And um, if you support someone, someone else will support you as well. Definitely. So have a nice day. Um, bye, guys. Bye.